Welcome, Mistorians. Have you ever wanted to know the sad backstory behind Chuck E. Cheese? Or why Blake Lee was so bad? Then Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries is the podcast for you. Join host Austin and Brenda on a rollicking journey through obscure nerdy topics. Be updated with new episodes every Wednesday. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Beep, beep, boop, You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. If there's a thing explain these two feminists can entertain nerdy stuff sexy stuff so much to know tune in for the femsplain show oh wow hi good morning avalon good morning diana and brenda and good morning to our listeners. If we find out that you listen to this podcast at another time of day, it's over for you. Yes. It's morning only podcast. Uh, welcome to Femsplained, a uh, nerd femme podcast where the femmes have the mics and everybody of every gender orientation, representation, and identity are welcome to listen, laugh, and learn with us. Uh, that was very we- succinct. Thank you. You seem I, like you have your business pants on today, and it's making me a I little have, bit nervous. I, <laughs> I have my business pants on. I think it's just because I've been awake since 5 a.m., so I I don't know why. I was just cursed. With, oh, no. Uh, with early morning um, j- jitters for, for no reason. So, um, so I've been up for a while, so I do feel very businessy. Um, but, yeah, so that's – well, any business attitude I just had – left with that ramble so great cool okay <laughs> get it uh, out <laughs> yes um so we have uh, a special guest brenda yeah. with us today hello yeah. hi brenda hi <laughs> how are you this morning i'm doing pretty good i'm on eastern standard time so it's two in the afternoon so i'm already having my afternoon coffee but it's been a pretty okay. good day so far it's my dog's birthday so <gasps> Happy birthday. Her that name, is huge. Her name is Princess that Leia. She's two. <laughs> Happy birthday. So she's 14. Do I have the conversion right? I think that's right. So she's going okay. into her yeah. teen years. So I'm hoping she chills out pretty soon because anyone who's ever encountered a Labrador knows that they, sure. <laughs> they just don't know how to chill out. Yeah. Yeah. I so that this that's obviously what the podcast today is about is your dog's birthday. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm here for I, that. Yes. <laughs> um but uh before we get into topics we do like to do a little segment uh, called what has nerd culture done for us lately where we just talk about some things that have uh filled our nerdy cups recently. Yes. I feel like um the podcast that Brenda co-hosts <laughs> has a sort of similar structure of what the hell's going on in nerd culture right now. Mm-hmm. Let's yell yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This week was like a, a interesting week for nerd culture because it wasn't a great week. I was hoping that um, Way of the House Husband was going to be like my good thing, um, but it wasn't good so (laughs) oh no oh no i'm so sorry it's a bummer but the manga i reread the first volume of the manga which is absolutely one of my favorite like maybe like one of my favorite comics in general and i read a lot of comics um 
it's like so snappy and like oh it's so good it's just like <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah, um, I, yeah heard- I did this we're gonna do Sorry. this no it's fine i i was hearing so much hype about this uh anime yeah. and i didn't even realize it had come out because now everyone is very quiet which i guess is a sign yeah yeah in japan it was advertised as like a web like a web show but netflix was just like it's an anime so like what everyone expected was like a full motion anime not like a slideshow <laughs> like it was Oh, that's the issue. So what I'm finding is that people who haven't read the comic yet um, enjoy it because it's really just like almost exact shots from the comic, just like kind of with like with voice acting and it's good voice acting mm-hmm. and um, like sound effects added in. Um, oh, mm-hmm. So people who haven't read the comic yet are enjoying it. And people who have read the comic are like, this doesn't there's no incentive for me to like see this because it doesn't bring me anything new that I haven't already right read um but the premise of way the house husband is that it's about a uh, former yakuza member um Mm -hmm. named tatsu and tatsu quits the yakuza and marries his wife and now he's a house husband and he's like all about like being the best house husband and like taking care of the houses and he goes to like cooking classes with like all the housewives in the neighborhood and it's like very over the top and i it's just very funny like one of the best like comedy type books i've read in a long time oh that see the premise does sound interesting to me and obviously i was really when i saw the, the cover art uh for the special i was like oh i <laughs> I, I i am i'm interested uh, it sounds like if you already read the comics you're not getting anything new from that right no yeah. It's it's just, like, exactly note for note. And some of the timing fell mm. off, too. Like, just, like, the comedic timing was, like, not as punchy or snappy as it should have been. Um, and maybe I was being overcritical because I was very disappointed. But um, there's ads, like, live-action ads for the comic that you can find with the same exact guy who does the voice for Tatsu <laughs> in the, the anime. Mm. Like, him live action and it's just like snippets from the comic in an ad but like that is like so much more bouncy and like snappy and true to the original source material um mm-hmm. than the whole anime was and these are just like one minute ads <laughs> like, yeah yeah interesting oh that's a bummer yeah. but the comic is super good oh, go ahead. i have no <laughs> sense of how hard or expensive it is to animate a show <laughs> but it feels like i don't know like push it that little bit further yeah i guess this is like quote unquote the vision of the director like he wanted to kind of animate this and there was like a quote i found from mm-hmm. one of the animators who was like it would have just been easier to animate this <laughs> instead of right, having to yeah. like pick scenes and like figure out where to like edit it like it it was actually a lot more difficult to like not have it be full right motion. i believe that and you get like yeah, you get, like, a walk cycle once every, like, five minutes or so. But hmm. sometimes even the mouths don't move. And it's, like, what? what is the point? <laughs> oh, all right. So that would be a what has nerd culture done to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would me. say. What? <laughs> Rather <Yeah>. than for <laughs> you. Um, Avalon, uh, anything that nerd culture has done to or for you recently? I feel like nerd culture is doing to me um 
Winter just Soldier one of those Falcon. weeks. I'm just not liking the uh, Winter Soldier and yeah. Falcon. Me neither. There are aspects not- of it um, that uh, I, I appreciate that it has more representation, certainly, of superheroes, Avengers of color than a lot of the other standalone things that seem to be coming down the pipe. Um, I appreciate that they've touched on some topical issues with it uh, gently, I guess. I mean, if you could call it that, but I just feel like as a whole, it feels like a born identity movie to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not my genre. And I didn't like Captain America really for that reason either. The, the whatever one was in DC second one, I guess. Um, so, but yeah. I feel like I have to watch it. So, <sighs> yeah, WandaVision was just so solid that like this just I, and it was can't... different. And- yes. Yeah. yeah, what a letdown! Like by yeah. comparison, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like maybe if this had come out first, and I was like, well, this is just like a Marvel thing, so I'm gonna watch. But WandaVision just like changed the game. Like it was like interesting, yeah. and like I you couldn't see where it was going, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Yeah, Winter Soldier. I I promised Austin, who I um, co-host my podcast my podcast with, um, that I would keep watching. Um, I mm-hmm. guess there's like a good scene in this last episode, oh, but I'm like two episodes behind at this point, and it's 40 minutes, and it's like hard to kind of fit it into my schedule. So, yeah, I am pretty good about paying attention to what I'm watching, um, unless it's a, a designated background noise show. But I have found myself staring at my phone during mm-hmm. almost every episode. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. so and yeah but there is a good scene in this last one mm. that's good okay all right i will keep watching yeah but it's on thin ice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes all right what about you Diana? um i actually feel very blessed by nerd culture so i'm i'm sorry what? yeah i'm having a, i'm having a good week with nerd culture i'm glad so, though yeah <laughs> uh i do have i do have sad cast party energy though last night was the the last mm. episode of city of mist all or nothing um mm. and we had like an hour chat afterwards about like how much we love each other and like how much how much fun oh. we had and like all of those like sappy little talks about how inspiring we all are and so i i i really love that um and uh, excited about that. So there was that. And then um, also I have been really into Ink and Liars show Fate's End uh, mm-hmm. in particular. I mean, I, I, I've peeked in on other shows of theirs, which are all good. But Fate's End, there is yeah. like, I, I mean, there is some of, first of all, I can't, I think like, most of the people who are on that show are not on Twitter and that is killing me. Like I I know like, want to like <laughs> follow them and, yeah. and, and, uh, and be their friends terribly, but, um, they're all amazing and the show is so good and I cannot understand why they are not like one of the top, uh, really AP big yeah. shows on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really excited about Fate's End. I do not know how to process the fact that they're going to play my Neverland game this month. Um, yeah. <gasps> Ooh. How did that come about? They um, messaged me about it like uh, like a, a week or so ago, and we're like, just by the way, we're gonna oh, wow. we're gonna do this. Um, 
And so I gave them some, you know, free copy codes and discount codes and stuff for their chat. And I just, I, I don't, they haven't told me yet which players are going to be in it, which I'm weirdly very invested mm. in because there are some people yeah. on that cast who are like, so good. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm really, I'm, I feel really, really intensely lucky because they are entertaining me every, like almost every night of the week. And also they are doing such a nice thing. Um, I, um, I'm a fairly petty person, so I, I do need to take this opportunity to say I plugged Fate's End. Yes, you did. In January on this podcast. Yes, you did. So don't come in here <laughs> taking credit I, no, for it. No, absolutely not. You are the one that turned me on to them in the first place. Uh, Thank you. And, and like with all things, I followed them and then it took me a while to actually like sit down and, and watch. And then once I did, I was like, what the fuck uh, like i know their production value alone <laughs> is amazing yeah anyway good i just need to make sure that i got no, in there with some crap. i am not columbusing the fates <laughs> and uh show i promise because you do that i i know i <laughs> i know i promise i promise um <laughs> avalon avalon was the was the, i have so little <laughs> It was it was your discovery, I promise. Um, Thank you. So <laughs> that is what nerd culture has done for us lately. Last week, I explained about my one of my favorite shows, Kino's Journey or Kino no Tabi, uh, to Avalon. Uh, but this week, we're gonna pass the mic to Brenda uh, to talk about something. Before we do, do we want do we want a mansplain for this one? I think he yeah. could, yeah. Uh, before yeah. <laughs> we talk about anything, we better bring a man in here to explain it to us first and let us know what's going on. Uh, so take it away, Francis. In a man's plane, Putting one minute on the man watch and go. Detective Conan, listen, if our new thing that we're doing is picking a super obscure manga and then hassling me at 8 p.m. the night before the show post for a mansplain minute on something not only I have never heard of, but no one has ever heard of, I'm going to need to start outsourcing my cishet gatekeepy opinions. Fortunately for me, I can literally do that by going on Reddit. <clears throat> It has been 26 years since the first chapter of the manga was released, 24 since the first episode of the anime, and we still don't know jack about the organization, and Conan hasn't done any real investigating into the BO for years. It was his dad that finally figured out who the boss is, and the FBI people do more work than he does these days. Even the main cases are boring as hell now. I wish they would drop the whole whodunit aspect of the series altogether and just get on with the main plot, but I know that this is unrealistic. I feel like this whole thing has been dragging on for too long and probably should have ended a decade ago, but it's still huge in its home country, so what do I know? Or, 
I don't read the manga, but the anime is starting to piss me off. I mean, everywhere they go, someone ends up getting killed. And shouldn't Conan be an adult by now? The show aired in the 90s. Conan's supposed to be a teen or a young adult by now. And everyone gets killed. It's always the same. They meet five or seven people in some place. One gets killed. The murderer is one of the surviving guys. That has been your Mansplained Minute. Wow, Francis. Uh, uh. Wow. Real, real good splain gems yeah good job that was a gem splain um, <laughs> really feel like you captured the essence truly for sure for sure <laughs> um can i just say i would like to blame it on the fact that we don't have guests very often but i think we've had enough now that i i do genuinely feel like it's bad that we didn't like ask brenda to introduce herself or oh, like, yeah. say who she is or what <laughs> Anyway, Brenda, would you like to introduce yes, yourself? Yes, please. Hello. <laughs> My name is Brenda, um, as you may have already gleaned. <laughs> but who am I? That's the that's the big question. Um, my name is Brenda. My pronouns are she, her. I am co-host on two podcasts, um, Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries that I do with my friend Austin, and then which is a like kind of a nerdy history type podcast. Um, and then my other podcast I do with like three friends of mine um it's called fictionality and we just kind of like pick like another nerdy topic um but it's like a little more chill and uh less structured and it's a good time um man what else is uh, am i about i don't know i think i'm pretty neat though i i'm inclined (laughs) to agree yeah for sure um do you Independently of those podcasts, are there any nerdy things that you're involved in? Let's see. What else do I do? <laughs> um, I used to crochet Pokemon. Oh, my God. A lot. And now you're I making don't... a cool rug. I'm making this, like, really cool Magikarp rug. I, like, needed a break from crocheting because I'd literally been doing that for, like, nonstop for 10 years um, mm-hmm. as a form of survival. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, we're going to learn a new skill. And I learned how to make rugs and I'm making this giant Magikarp rug and it's been a good time because it's crocheting involves counting and Mm. rug making does not involve any counting so I can like listen to a podcast or I can um edit my podcast while listening to it and um, wait it involves counting to crochet yeah Yeah, crocheting involves counting yeah so it's like constant (laughs) unless you're doing like all single rows um, if you're like, especially since I made like stuffed animals, you have to like count in order to like add to the shape and to like make the shape you're trying to make. So, um, I would be like crocheting. I live at my parents right now. So I'd be like crocheting and like my dad would be talking to me and I'd just be like, wait a second. I am counting. <laughs> Can't lose count or it's over. Uh, I knit, but don't crochet um which is also counting but the reason i can't crochet is i can never figure out where the next stitch is supposed to i can never figure out what part of it you're supposed to put the stitch into it's like the top the very top layer is where it all looks the same i i can't knit either like my friend's mom tried to teach me to knit once and i just could not i had like both of like the the needles and like my one hand wanted to do like the crochet motion but like that's not at all what knitting is um it was, I was struggling so hard. <laughs> like, I can't, I just can't do it. But crocheting, I can make any shape, no problem. I make these giant stuffed Pokemon, like an yeah. almost full-sized Appleton, so. It's like crocheting is like a sandbox, I feel like, video game. And you just, like, 
it's it's too chaotic. You can put the next stitch wherever you want. It can grow in every direction, and knitting is nicely on the rails. Yeah, no. like knitting. Yeah, knitting. I feel like if you like, what is it? You miss a, you miss a, a loop. Mm-hmm. Is it loop? Drop a stitch. Yeah, it's if you stitch, drop a, yeah. that's it. Drop a stitch. It's over. But like crocheting, like I can kind of fudge it a little bit. Like every so often, especially oh, if I'm yeah. making legs and the legs need to be all the same. Sometimes that that doesn't work out. But like I can miss one stitch and still get the shape close to this shape that I oh. want. Um, I knit a scarf once. Um, Diana is so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I, you know what? I never, I never could get into knitting or crocheting. I, I don't know why exactly, but when I was a teenager and I was a volunteer at a hospital and I was the only person under 65 volunteering at a hospital. Uh, so all the old ladies Aww. that were volunteering with me like really really tried very hard to teach me how to knit um and uh i made a very crooked scarf and then i gave up forever scarves are hard i can't make scarves i can make like any shape other shape in existence but like having to do a single stitch for five million years is not something i can do that is difficult because that is one if you like Heck it up, it's over. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's very validating. Thank you. I just figured. I yeah. Was so, <laughs> wasn't you? No, scarves are. Um, one of my co-hosts on Fictionality made like a blanket with like these beautiful crocheted stitches, and I was just like, "How did you do that? Like, I can't, I can't do yeah. scarves or hats or blankets." Well, I think that knitting a scarf is really easy, and that you should be. <laughs> Thanks, Avalon. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, you know, I, uh, I am a little bit, but I'm also, I'm, good. I'm also not ashamed. I can't, I can't, can't be good at, <laughs> can't be good at all things. Everything. Yeah. And yeah, you are good at I'm everything good at else. Everything so. else. It's just knitting <laughs> yeah. that I, that I fall short in. Uh, so, <laughs> so there's that. Um, all right. I'm sorry. That I took us down this path to our new knit crochet podcast. <laughs> oh, that's Brenda, all right. do you want to tell us what you're really here to talk about? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're not talking about crocheting today. No, we could. Unfortunately, but we're not. I'm here to talk about Detective Conan slash Case Closed, <laughs> which has been my obsession since like July. Um, and what it is, it's a um, manga slash anime series that was, was started in 1994. Um, it's about 17-year-old Shinichi Kudo, who at a theme park gets shrunk down into the form of a six-year-old <laughs> or a seven-year-old, they never specify, and has to solve the mystery of who shrunk him down and also a lot of other mysteries along the way. Um, I have a quick question. Yeah. Was yes. he just shrunk down in size or was he made to look like a six or seven year old or was he just shortened okay so (laughs) really what it is is um he like kind of dissolves (laughs) oh my god it's kind of horrific oh my god he literally like turns to steam and then is six so he still like he still knows like that he was seventeen and that he's not supposed to be a six year old, but yeah, he literally just kind of like dissolves. okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's not graphic, but it's def- there's a lot of steam and that's what happened. Okay, <laughs> okay. got it, <laughs> got it. Excellent. I will be very careful of steam uh, from now. On. <laughs> if 
I don't want that to happen to me. Um, was it a fun a fun house mirror situation? I feel like that would be conducive to somebody magic yeah. coming shorter. So what happens is Shinichi is on a kind of a date with his childhood friend Ron, and they go to this theme park. And um, they're kind of just like walking around and Shinichi sees a shady guy and he's just like, I think that this like shady deal is going to go down and I need to get to the bottom of it. And he just like leaves his childhood friend like behind. She's crying, by the way. He just like runs off, leaves her behind. She tries to follow him, but her shoe is untied and she like trips and can't chase after him. So he's like running. He finds this like... um, shady arms deal happening inside of the theme park and he's just like "Uh uh-oh i gotta like go tell someone about this and then one of the shady guys like hits him with a bat and then gives him this experimental drug and then he's a child so we already have the detective chops yeah so he was like this like pretty like famous like teen detective and he was like really full of himself like he was like in the newspaper and he was just like look i solved all these cases and i'm so cool so it's kind of like a Punished for his hubris type thing. Oh, <laughs> I see. Got it. Yeah. Wow. So many branching questions. Yeah. D- so if he was famous, is it is it known that he's six now? So the story, he doesn't tell anyone because he's afraid that, like, the organization that he, um, that um, he was supposed to die so like Mm. he's worried that the organization's gonna figure out that he's still alive so he doesn't tell anyone except a few a couple people know but most people don't know so the story is that he's just like studying in america or something got it he just okay (laughs) yes so now now is he still doing detective work now that he is a six-year-old Yes, and that's, like, where the show goes. Um, He moves in with his childhood friend, Ron, who does not know he's Shinichi, and her dad is a private detective who's really bad at being a private detective. So um, Mm. Shinichi slash Conan, which is the name that he takes, um, helps him solve all of these cases. And that's where the episodic nature of the show takes off from there. Okay. Is it... So does it have, like, Scooby-Doo vibes? No. I'm sorry. I'm just steamrolling Some you. Scooby-Doo vibes. It's, like, a little... It's definitely more intense than Scooby-Doo is because uh, a lot of people just assume this is, like, a show for kids, and mm. it's not really. It can get, like, pretty, like, graphic sometimes mm. um, because it involves, like, cases in which, like, some people are murdered, which Scooby-Doo doesn't really do. Yeah, um, <laughs> Scooby-Doo's never had to solve a murder case, you know? <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's like, it's a little more graphic, but he just, there are Scooby-Doo vibes. I definitely would say that there are some Scooby-Doo vibes. It's just a little more intense than your average Scooby-Doo. They're not just like unmasking landlords and being like, "Uh uh-oh, Mr. Jenkins, what? (laughs) It was you who ruined the garden? Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Yeah, stakes. Stakes are a little lower, I guess, than Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, there's like some pretty high stakes sometimes. So it... wow where did my words go when (laughs) you say that it is episodic is it wholly episodic or is it like the way that some shows are episodic but there is like a slow build to a meta plot or does it completely remain episodic there is a slow build which is really what makes it compelling it's so good because like they'll have like just an average episode with a case and you'll be like okay that was just a case episode and then after the credits You'll find out more about the organization or there'll be like a new character that's like really relevant. Um, 
it's just like they kind of feed you the story in like little pieces and then every so often they have like a big reveal and it's like the most satisfying payoff I've maybe ever seen in a manga because the buildup is so slow and then you'll have like five episodes of just like all like very intense plot mm. stuff and it's mm. it's so good. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so were you saying that there are after credit teasers? Yes, every episode... An important thing to know if you ever decide to watch it. And, like, the first 43, I think 43 episodes are on Crunchyroll. Um, If you decide to watch it, there is an after credit scene after almost every episode. So a lot of the early episodes will just, like, stop, like, once they figure out, like, who the murderer was. And you'll be like, well, what was that? And it's because there's an after credit scene that kind of wraps everything up. Oh, that is good to know because I don't usually expect that with non- Marvel TV shows so yeah sure so I, I <laughs> yeah. do shut things yeah. off before the credits often yeah this is important you need to watch that after credit scene and Conan was doing this way before Marvel was yeah Marvel definitely ripped off Conan I think we oh definitely. can all be comfortable agreeing <laughs> yes. on that yes. 100% <laughs> so first of all I'm surprised to hear that you said that you've been super into it since July because my assumption was that there's such a breadth of content that this would be something that you had been into for a much longer period of time in order to yeah, consume yeah. as much of it. I can just consume. It helped that like one of my very close friends got really into it like a little mm. bit before that. And they just kept messaging me about it so much that I was just like, I think I have to, um, I think I have to watch this so I can kind of like have a, keep this conversation going. <laughs> And so I started watching it and then I just could not stop. Like it was literally like I would kind of like wake up and like watch an episode on my phone and then I would like go about my day and watch an episode at breakfast and watch one episode at yeah. lunch. So I was just like inhaling this um, show at like this absolutely rapid pace. <laughs> well, that's a great endorsement for sure. Yeah, it's it's just very engaging. Like you go through like a mystery and then you're just like, oh, what happens? And then they give you that little sliver of the actual plot. And then you're like, well, I got to know, like, how this resolves. Like, what's up with, like, this character? And then you got to read more. Um, it's very readable. And somehow it never gets old, <laughs> at least to me. Do I, I, I am inclined to ask because I feel like there's always, like, mm-hmm. a reason for for not just liking a show, but, like, being like wanting to talk about it all the time and, like, being really, like, really invested. Do you have, like, is there something about the show that, like, resonates with you or has like uh somebody that's relatable to you or some like is there something that you latch on to on a deeper level than just like enjoying it or is it really just it's it's good entertainment I think it was really just that it was like different um and I just like hadn't really thought much about like the mystery genre but also it's because it's like very very character based Mm. so like a lot of like shonen shonen an- like anime and manga can be like the characters just kind of there and they're like kind of sorry leah's barking right okay i think she's done well My- it's her birthday so yeah it's her birthday she can cry if yeah, she like lay off <laughs> yeah let let her be on the show <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very character based and all of the characters are like very interesting yeah. i think that's what i like about it i like really like solid like character based stuff um and they go through like actual growth throughout the series which you wouldn't think for a series that's been running since 1994 um and has over a thousand like chapters and 1000 episodes of the anime 
and 24 movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> you wouldn't think that you would get yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I, when I said, I can't believe it's just been since July. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and it's, like, also, like, there's so many different characters. That, so, like, when you kind of get, like, tired of, like, being interested in one, you can be like, okay, well, what's this character off doing? Or, like, another character will show up. Um, you know, when the series kind of, like, progressed um, mid-2000s-ish from, like, the original, like, group of people who were, like, watching it had gotten older that introduced like older characters too that were like really interesting and like new um it's just like and also there's just like a lot of theories like there's a plot that you have to like stitch together and this like overarching like um theme of immortality and like what it takes to get it which you wouldn't expect (laughs) wow there's so many layers like whenever you kind of like get disinterested in like one part of it there's like something else that you can um can latch on to there's just so much of it (laughs) So I may be seeking out false equivalencies, um, but based on how long it's been around, Pokemon is coming to mind. Does mm-hmm. it sort of reboot itself in a similar way? Like, how are these thousands of episodes structured? Or is it like Gundam where it's sort of the same thing, but not actually the same verse all the time or JoJo or... It's the same verse the whole time. Oh, wow. That's a lot. So you, so you get that question where like, also... In Conan, the time that has passed is, like, maybe, like, a couple months to a year. Like, in all of those thousands of episodes, you, not a lot of time has passed. Wow. So you get, the, you get the wild, like, juxtaposition of, like, the first couple episodes. There's, like, no, like, the first chunk of episodes, there's no cell phones. There's, fa- like, everyone's using fax machines. Everyone's using landlines. Uh, Conan slash Nietzsche has to, like, talk to talk to people like on a payphone outside Ron's house like and then now everyone just has cell phones right and um the wildest thing is that like at the beginning one of the characters buys like a new car and he still has that same car but now everyone's always just like that old junker and it's like he that car was new apparently a couple months ago that's wild yeah you can't really think about it too much this show was not supposed to go on this long like the the creator was just like there's this big um, detective mystery craze in Japan that we want to just like jump on. It's going to run for a couple months, just like all my other sh- like mangas. Right. And then that'll be it. And it, then it just never stopped. <laughs> I, so have, have you finished at all? Oh yeah. Good question. I, so I'm current on the anime and then I am, I'm past where the U S has printed volumes so, like, the U.S. is really far behind. Um, the manga has been released up to volume, I think, 70, 79, I think, is coming out this month. Um, but Japan's, like, up to, like, volume 99, maybe. So we're, like, really far behind in content. So I have been maybe finding it elsewhere, question mark. You didn't hear that from me? <laughs> okay. Um and I'm currently catching up on that so I can be, like, current, current. Got it. So. Wow. I, so I just, I, I did a quick Google because I had never heard of this before. Um, and <laughs> I just, I just want to say that I like so, the art of the, of the main character of Detective Conan is actually like I was really I don't know what I was expecting I was expecting maybe something a little bit uh um sillier but 
he really does look exactly like what I would picture if a six-year-old was secretly so an adult businessman. He's so <laughs> he's so he's intense. So intense looking. It's so good. Um, I like it. Um, my next question, though, is I I I get that you're like you're current on the anime and you're currently devouring like the other uh, forms of content for this um, for the series. Are you at all like invested in or 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 uh, aware of any like fandomy things for this show? Like, do you are you engaged with like, uh, you know, the online fandom for the show, or like, is there a cosplay community for the show, or anything else that you've kind of explored from there? Really, the closest um, I've gotten to the fandom is that I have like published like one or two fanfics but mostly i'm just writing them for like my friend and we just kind of have fun doing that um i'm not super interested in being like part of the fandom uh too much i've seen some of it and i'm just like you know i don't think i can do this anymore i don't think i can be part of a fandom um there isn't too much of a fandom here in the united states either because um it was aired on cartoon network on adult swim as under the title case closed and it only they only got to episode 50 on adult swim and then funimation only dubbed up to episode 140 and that has been oh, it up until very recently wow. okay oh so i remember catching it on adult swim yeah and it was just it it didn't fit with the time it didn't fit it was more of a tsunami daytime thing it felt like to me yeah the only thing that kept it from being on Toonami, it was like some of like the the earlier manga has some kind of more gruesome scenes. They've chilled that out a lot. Sure. Um, so that's kind of why it got relegated to Adult Swim. Um, but in America, no one really knew where to put it. That was the issue. They were like, does this go on Adult Swim because of like the more intense content? Can we dumb this down and like put this on Fox Kids, right. which really happened. Oh, <laughs> mm. um, Almost happened. They like really tried to adapt it for um for fox kids and realized it was literally impossible um, we talked about card captors recently yeah. so it's i think another funny example of fox kids messing something up i think that was fox kids i could be that wrong. was on wb ah bah. i only know because i was really <laughs> oh, into it okay, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> i love card captors but um yeah that's another wild dub and similar to card captors case closed they changed all the names which was not really being done at the time with with anime, especially not on Adult Swim. Like, Inuyasha didn't change any of the names. And, like, um, Koi, Koi Boy, wow, excuse me, Cowboy Bebop. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Koi, Koi Boy, 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 Boy I don't know what that is. Koi <laughs> Boy, Boy. <laughs> um, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> they didn't change any of the names. So the fact that, like, the Funimation dub decided to change the names for, like, the Adult Swim version was, like, very weird and kind of, like, outdated at that time in 2004 oh yeah and this is also an anime from 1996 that was being adapted in 2004 so it just didn't fit in yeah i see that most of the popular fan fictions that don't make me want to claw my eyes out from the tags oh yeah there's dev let me warn you yeah. god i should have warned well, you I there's mean, that's why i, I don't know what i'm getting that's into why i don't I go on ao3 i know what i i know you know there's like yeah, but there's some I god, I can't wait until you can block like authors on AO3 because I got a couple I got to block immediately yes. like. But I do see that you, it's very yeah. common 
there are a lot of popular ones that put Detective Conan uh, in the Sherlock uh, universe, which mm. I think is probably oh, yes. very fun. I think that that um. looks like a fun time. <laughs> Shinichi's also just, like, the biggest fan of Sherlock Holmes in general. Mm. Um, they call him, like, it kind of translates to, like, the um, Sherlock Holmes of the modern modern oh, day. Yeah. Mm. Um, modern day. Um, he's very obsessed with Holmes. He learned how to play the violin because of <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. He uh, tries to emulate him all the time to the annoyance of everyone around him. Um there's one movie where he gets to go to a virtual reality version of like Sherlock Holmes is London. It's, it's a big inspiration. <laughs> that, all right. That, that would now answers a lot of my questions as to why that's so common. That makes very, very good sense. Um, yes. So when, just in terms of, of watching this, I know that you said that Crunchyroll has some of the first episodes is there like is this kind of strewn across multiple platforms or is there like one place where you can watch it all so there's one place you can watch from episodes like is it like 750 i think 750 until current and that's on crunchyroll and then crunchyroll has episodes one through 40 but that whole stretch in the middle that couple hundred episodes right there unavailable right now if you're lucky, you can find, like, the Funimation DVDs or, like, other DVDs on eBay. Oh, wow. <laughs> aren't, maybe aren't legit if you catch my drift. Um, but that whole chunk is just, like, missing right now. Like, we just don't have any access to it. Interesting. Oh. Is that hypothetically how you've seen them? <laughs> Do you buy the DVDs? Um, I have some DVDs. I watched, I started watching on Netflix, which originally had like a couple episodes before Crunchyroll started. Um, but the, the license for that has since expired since the summer, over the summer. Um, and wow. there's like some chunk of the anime that I still have not seen. Um, but I've read all of the, that manga, that chunk of the manga. So that, I hope that made sense. <laughs> it does, but that sounds like a mess. Is there something weird with, like, property rights? Or I, For a while, it was um, Funimation sat on the license until 2018, I think, is when they kind of just sat on it. They, like, okay. dubbed the first one, I think it was 150. I could be wrong. But they dubbed, like, a, about 100 episodes. Mm -hmm. And then stopped. And then in 2009, like, way after they'd stopped dubbing, they did go back and they did a couple of the movies. And then they just sat on the license. And you could watch what they had they had the rights to for a while, but they didn't proceed any further beyond what they'd already done. Um, and they didn't... Um, they wouldn't let anyone else do it either. Um, Crunchyroll picked it up once that license had expired, but all those episodes that were coming out before Crunchyroll got that license, um, just have not been subbed officially and released streaming anywhere. Hmm. Did Funimation do a bad job with the ones that they did, as they have done poor jobs <laughs> in with the past? Things. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was bad. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Yeah. There's a couple of voice actors that I 
did enjoy like their performances but they tried to do the thing where they added in like jokes so like there's a joke in the first episode which was released in 1996 where they were like gotta go get some dvds and it's like this we know that wasn't a thing they try to add like pop culture references to like american things too which is just like i know we're in japan Mm -hmm. but you won't admit it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like a Phoenix Wright type situation where they're just like, this is definitely a city in America called Baker mm. and not in Japan, not a part of Tokyo. Definitely not. Weird. If if they were to, and I, I, I am saying this knowing full well that the answer might be, they already did this, Diana. Uh, catch up. But <laughs> if they were to make like a live action version of this, would you be mad or happy. So they did do a couple live action specials. Oh, they did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and those, one of those at least I know is available to watch on Amazon Prime, but I've seen like clips of it and it's like, it's a little, it's just kind of shaky, like a little bit mm-hmm. half-assed. Um, it was made for TV, so it's like, there wasn't a lot of a sure. budget, so I, I totally accept it. But it, it's just like kind of like, it's like a prequel so it's just like hmm. Shinichi, who's insufferable, solving a case. <laughs> like, oh, that seems like an interesting approach. I guess does he does he ever turn back into a teenager in the sh- cartoon? Yes, there's a couple oh. times where um, there's like a experimental antidote for the drug that like made him small. <laughs> so. Um, it, but it only lasts for, like, a certain amount of time, and the more he takes it, the less effective oh, it is. No. So there's a couple. Yeah, so it's, like, that's stressy. So, like, what happens is, like, he'll, like, be back and, like, he'll be Shinichi again, and he'll, like, go to school, and he'll be, like, I really got to have this antidote so I can, like, go on my school trip. And then it's, like, stressy because he'll, like, start, like, um, he'll, like, start, like, shrinking again, and he'll be like, oh, my God, no. Like, you never know when it's going to happen. So it's, like, very, very like, stressful he'll when he'll be it on a school trip, like, trying to flirt with someone, and then, oh, no, it's wearing off. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's one episode that's, like, inc- like very emotionally devastating where he's – it's the first time he, like, is able to change back into Shinichi, and he's like, this is going to last forever. He doesn't know it's temporary yet, and he oh. um, goes to the restaurant with – this restaurant with Ron, his love interest, um, where his parents propose to each other and he wants to have this like very romantic like dinner with her and like a case happens and he has to solve that first. But while he's solving the case, he starts no. to change back and he's just like, I'm going to have to no. leave Ron at this restaurant. Um, and then he changes back and he like walks back out as Conan and he's just like, hey, Ron, um, Shinichi had to leave and Ron's just like, had enough. No. Like it's so... It's so stressful. And I think that's the show also has like kind of like romance vibes to it. Um, I definitely don't think Shinichi and Ron should be together. But sure. (laughs) There's also like just like kind of like that shoujo romance feeling to it, too. So Ron lives with Conan, but doesn't know. Yeah, she does not know. Like, Conan initially wanted to tell her, but there's this other character who's like this, this like professor guy and he was just like no you can't tell her because that would put her in danger and like Shinichi's just like okay well yeah I guess that checks out and just decides to never tell her and then eventually kind of just gets to the point where it's like I just can't tell her because I've been lying for so long and he's like yeah. wrapped up in this whole 
this whole thing. And there's a couple times where, like, Ron maybe suspects it, and then it just kind of is pushed back by the fact that, like, well, that can't happen. Like, Conan right. can't be. That doesn't make any sense. Like, um, yeah. So, yeah. I, in a recent episode, we were talking about Snick, and I was talking about 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. <laughs> And I feel like it's the same thing where there's it's kind of like violating to uh, be around somebody who is not who you think they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, it's the same vibe. So it's kind yeah. of just like Ugh. and he's also just like she just can't ever know. And it's like she's got to know. And it's like once she knows, like your relationship is over. Like I don't there's you can't come back from that. Like it's just over, it's buddy. Too, like, much, yeah. too much. I, I also have a problem with with the trope of like main character is lying to the person they're around all the time about something huge yeah 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 i I dislike it and like the the show doesn't like sugarcoat it either they're like this is a major issue and like you can't it's not gonna be okay in the end um they can't just come also shinichi's just kind of an asshole like (laughs) so do you I guess for me, the stakes are not as high as like a Tobias situation because he's just going to grow up again, right? In theory. So he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's been aging. like gifted 11 years. Right. Yeah, I'm assuming. We're assuming that he's going to age, but not yeah. enough time has passed to actually know. There oh. is like a um, an OVA, an original video animation, where they like cover that. Like Conan has a nightmare where he did grow up as Conan and like – everything's moved on and it's like very emotionally devastating um sure but yeah so he would in theory just grow up but the thing is like he he doesn't want to he's like i can just go back to being myself like everything's gonna be okay um so i i i would say that avalon's right it's not as high stakes as being trapped as a literal bird as a dog Uh, (laughs) or a dog yeah i'm all over the place right now with that for all of eternity (laughs) whatever we're talking about yeah yeah, it's not. not. He'll be okay, but he just absolutely does not want to be a kid. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, absolutely done. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I would love to just be, like, six now and get to re- relive my life with the knowledge I have right absurd. now. Absurd. Yeah. Absurd could not pay me to go back to the hell that is childhood. Could not. Well, there's another me. character. There's another character who also got, like, shrunk down. She's actually the creator of, like, the drug that did it. Ooh. And she's just, like, pretty content to, like, be a kid again like she doesn't have like any drive to like actually develop the antidote except for the fact that Shinichi wants it so bad she's just pretty content to just like go to school and like hang out because she never really got that opportunity before oh see there's yeah different perspectives I would rock being a kid this time around I would do it (laughs) so well no I would I would be painfully reminded that I am just as uncool as I was when I was a kid the first time (laughs) and that the only thing that changed was that I sought out the right people and it would just be it it would just be so painful I could never nope um who's your favorite character oh oh man I'm trying to think, like, who would be my favorite. There's, like, every character is, like, very flawed. I think the character I'm most interested in seeing, like, what he does is going to be um, uh, Toru uh, Amaro. He's, like, this very intense, he, like, works, quote-unquote, works at this, like, cafe. Um, he's got, like, all these, like, crazy skills, and you kind of unravel his stories as you go. And it's, like, this guy's, like, a little bit shady, but it's just, like, interesting to see like all the different masks that this guy wears um 
he's like a double agent. He's like, for a while you think that he's like working for like the bad guy, but maybe he isn't, but maybe he's still really shady. Like it's, it's just like was really satisfying to unravel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. But he's definitely really shady. Is there a love dynamic between Conan and the uh, also shrunk scientist lady? Um, she likes to like uh, tease him about it, but they haven't really like fully gone like into that thread. Like every so often, she'll just be like, "Oh, I've got a crush on you," and then she'd be like, "Psych, good, <laughs> like, great, love sure. that, <laughs> good one." Yeah, <laughs> I love her. She's a great character. <laughs> That's a very fun trick that 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 people. <laughs> Can play on each other. What a fun <laughs> little! <laughs> I've never, I've never. It's like Conan's heard of that one before. <laughs> like Conan's definitely not interested in her at all. But every so often, just to like kind of like see if he's paying attention, she'll just like tease him oh. about it. But it's not really. Cute. It's not really pursued. Okay. What is that? What nerve did that just hit? I. <laughs> weirdo <laughs> uh look i don't know i'm just you know uh i'm not saying that 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 particular trick has been played on me i'm oh, no. just saying that if it had happened to me it would be uh not 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 a fun one valid that is valid <laughs> um i have okay i hope this is okay because Bef- yes. this is completely divorced from our topic, completely oh. whatsoever. But wow. about a half an hour ago, Avalon mentioned Pokemon, and it yes. reminded okay. <laughs> and it reminded me of my favorite new question to ask people. And so I want to ask both yes. of you if if you feel comfortable with it. How? Would you say your name if you were a Pokemon? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, I have uh, sent out a lot of DMs in the last couple of days asking people that question uh, and have gotten some great video footage back. Um, well, let me let me let me get really close to the mic. You can't you can't hear this because I'm using a different microphone to talk to you, but. All right, here we go. Let's see. What would it sound like? Brenna! Yes! <laughs> Brenna! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I like that. I love that. <laughs> That's the best I got. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mine's more embarrassing, but if I'm following my heart, it would be like, it would be kind of like a nine tail situation where it's like, Sexy. <laughs> I just feel like it would be like, Avalon. <laughs> like it would be like low and like weird. It would make you feel weird and you wouldn't understand You'd be like, why. This is a performance. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and, and I think that mine would be something uh, obnoxious like Diana or something like that. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Cute. Yeah. My favorite part about it is how they sort of loop back certain syllables. So, like, yours would need to be, like, Diana, die. Yeah, die. Die. <laughs> or, like, when I want attention, it's like, die, die. Yeah. 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 
Hey, banana. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Do what would you do for mine? If pretend like I hadn't said it. I mean, your your interpretation is obviously right. I yeah. Okay. I think that's spot on. Because I feel self conscious about it that I try to make like a fuckable Pokemon. No, well, first of all, it's Pokemon's (laughs) fault for doing it first, and you're just you're just living within their reality. That's sure. That's that's all it is. You did nothing okay. wrong. Because I'm, I'm worried. No. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. All right. Thank you for going on that cool. little tangent with me. It really, really brightened my day. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Um, before we uh, wrap things up, Brenda, do you have any other, like, super Im- important or, like, things that you absolutely love that need to be said about um, – uh, Detective Conan or case closed that that needs to be said any hot takes I would just say like I get that it might not be for everyone but if you're looking for like something that's like a different kind of anime or you just need something that's like kind of slice of lifey that's only like a little bit romance I definitely would recommend it there's literally like a little bit of something for mm. everyone um, there's action there's mystery there's intrigue it's just it's really fascinating I think like a lot of people just don't really know know that it's out there and I didn't know it was out there I mean I did but I didn't you know like yeah Um, and then I rapidly consumed it over a how many months has it been right just a couple what is time since July yeah yeah (laughs) um are there any characters plot elements settings that you we didn't get to touch on that you feel like um I didn't really talk about I didn't really talk about the uh, organization that's like the villains of the whole series um they're there. They're serious. Like, you spend a lot of time, like, the main plot focuses on, like, trying to figure out, like, where these different members are, like, hiding. Um, and it's always very interesting and satisfying to, like, be like, which which character is bourbon? Because they all have alcohol names. Like, no. <laughs> I like a themed naming system. Yeah. Um, which the dub decided not to use initially. <laughs> Sure. Which is why they were like, um, no, name after the the three wise men, I guess. Like, why did you? What? There's like two main characters, like the two main villains, like named Gin and Vodka. And they were like, name them after the wise men. <laughs> it's like, why that can't you just very name American them Gin? Yeah. Like, kids, it feels like they were like censoring it for alcohol. children. Yeah, it's but it's like this was on Adult Swim. <laughs> like, so no, I don't full understand. Bible. It's so baffling. Which is is the target audience of Adult Swim uh, is Christians, um, for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Every single program on Adult Swim, Christians love it. They love Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for, for telling us about the show. We do try to do some homework for each episode so we will uh definitely be checking this show out and reporting back on uh on our experiences with it um i'm very excited to do so um before we wrap up though do you have anything to plug any things that you have coming up that you're excited about Let's see. I don't think I have anything coming up, but please check out. I mentioned my podcast earlier, um, Secret History of Nerd Mysteries and Fictionality. Um, that's T-E-A as in tea that you drink. Um, 
both of those I have a lot of fun making and my co-hosts on both of them are like really awesome people and um if you like nerdy stuff please check it mm-hmm. out um, yeah I co-sign that's all I- both those podcasts I really enjoy both <laughs> of them and I think that at least Secret History of Nerd Mysteries um we have it's one of the ads that we cycle through in the beginning yes <laughs> so. yes I will I will I, I plan on putting it in front of this one because of relevance um yes <laughs> uh so Avalon <laughs> what are you gonna do after this I think you know what I'm gonna do after I this. do I know the answer yeah, we're going to bank some episodes. Yes. <laughs> we're going to keep recording. Cause I, yeah, because I am not going to be available for a couple of weeks. So we're going to see how that goes. We've never done this before. Nope, nope. Uh, we'll see if by the end of the next episode, I'm like, I don't know, Avalon. I'm over. I, I don't know. Um, no, it'll be fine. Um, I'm not going to let that happen. No. Uh, Brenda, what are you going to do after this? So I think I haven't had lunch yet because I was running late. It's three o'clock in the afternoon here. Um, So I think I'm going to have a little bit of lunch and then maybe do some cleaning or take a nap. We'll find out which one (laughs) happens later. I I feel like that's a tough uh, competition between napping and cleaning. Who's going to win? Yeah. Uh, Napping always uh, wins. For me, personally. A a strong contender. The third contender is this hot tub that sits in the corner of my basement. Like, that's also, like, just always tempting because it just sits there. Like, Yeah. You should also just sit there in that hot tub. You in should the be hot in that tub. hot tub right now. Yeah. It's cold again, so. <laughs> Make it hot. <laughs> we always joke about, like, recording from the hot tub, and it, yes. I just can't imagine how hellish that would sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of the splashing. Well, as long as you're not the one editing, that sounds great. It's always me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't edit, so mm, it sounds fun. <laughs> a lot of editing is just being like, stop hitting your cup on the desk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's my big one. Hitting- but sometimes it's directed at me. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's usually me um, uh, hitting my own mic with my face because I – Oh. I have it really close to my face and I like hit into it and it's just like this little like <laughs> sound that I have to get rid of uh, as opposed to my my UFO noise. Yeah, you don't have a UFO noise. You have you have just that like the little like punch oh. punching bag sound for yeah. when you hit the the mic. Oh, yeah. Okay. It like reverberates a little bit. And Brenda, I'll let you know what yours is. I don't think I don't think you <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to like set anything down on my desk because it's hollow. Um, oh man! I've but been there's a chance so that I <laughs> there's a chance that I've done it because always a couple. I think I typed at one point to bring something up, so that'll show up oh, too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll be fine. It happens. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for for spending this time with us and for talking and nerding out. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Please, listeners, go check out uh, Brenda on all of the socials and check out her podcasts, please. You can find all of our Femsplained content either on patreon.com slash Femsplained. Twitter, you can find us at Femsplained Cast. 
Instagram, you can find us at Femsplain Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplain to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore Cat Attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye. Bye.